Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbaugh. If you partake in this season's festivities, I feel like there's two ways to pregame Christmas. You know, you can try to get a bunch of stuff done at the last minute and really lean into how much this time of year actually kind of sucks. Or you can kick off your shoes and get into your jammies and snuggle your way into the holiday. We've got both flavors for you today on the pod. First, an NPR holiday tradition. Humor's David Sedaris's Santaland Diaries is a collection of stories about his time in the holiday trenches as a department store elf. It first aired on Morning Edition in 1992, and they've played it every year since. I gotta say, all these years later, it still holds up as funny and insightful. So here's David Sedaris on his turn as Crumpet the Elf. I wear green velvet knickers, a forest green velvet smock, and a perky little hat decorated with spangles. This is my work uniform. I have spent the last several days sitting in a crowded, windowless Macy's classroom undergoing the first phases of elf training. You can be an entrance elf, a water cooler elf, a bridge elf, train elf, maze elf, island elf, magic window elf, usher elf, cash register elf, or exit elf. We were given a demonstration of various positions in action, acted out by returning elves who were so on stage and goofy that it made me a little sick to my stomach. I don't know that I could look anyone in the eye and exclaim, Oh my goodness, I think I see Santa. Or, can you close your eyes and make a very special Christmas wish? Everything these elves say seems to have an exclamation point on the end of it. It makes one's mouth hurt to speak with such forced merriment. It embarrasses me to hear people talk this way. I think I'll be a low-key sort of elf. 22,000 people came to see Santa today, and not all of them were well-behaved. Today I witnessed fistfights and vomiting in magnificent tantrums. The back hallway was jammed with people. There was a line for Santa and a line for the women's bathroom. And one woman, after asking me a thousand questions already, asked, which is the line for the women's bathroom? And I shouted that I thought it was the line with all the women in it. She said, I'm going to have you fired. I had two people say that to me today. I'm going to have you fired. Go ahead, be my guest. I'm wearing a green velvet costume. It doesn't get any worse than this. Who do these people think they are? I'm going to have you fired. And I want to lean over and say... I'm going to have you killed. The overall cutest elf is a fellow from Queens named Richie. His elf name is Snowball, and he tends to ham it up with the children, sometimes tumbling down the path to Santa's house. I generally gag when elves get that cute, but Snowball is hands down adorable. You want to put him in your pocket. Yesterday, Snowball and I worked as Santa elves, and I got excited when he started saying things like, I'd follow you to Santa's house any day, Crumpet. It made me dizzy, this flirtation. By mid-afternoon, I was running into walls. By late afternoon, Snowball had cooled down. By the end of our shift, we were in the bathroom, changing our clothes, and all of a sudden, we were surrounded by five Santas and three other elves. All of them were guys that Snowball had been flirting with. Snowball just leads elves on, elves and Santas. This morning I worked as an exit elf, telling people in a loud voice, this way out of Santa land. 
A woman was standing at one of the cash registers, paying for her pictures while her son lay beneath her, kicking and heaving, having a tantrum. The woman said, Riley, if you don't start behaving yourself, Santa's not going to bring you any of those toys you asked for. The child said, he is too going to bring me toys, liar. He already told me. The woman grabbed my arm and said, you there, elf. Tell Riley here that if he doesn't start behaving immediately, then Santa's going to change his mind and bring him coal for Christmas. I said that Santa changed his policy and no longer traffics in coal. Instead, if you're bad, he comes to your house and steals things. I told Riley that if he didn't behave himself, Santa was going to take away his TV and all his electrical appliances and leave him in the dark. The woman got a worried look on her face and said, All right, that's enough. I said, He's going to take your car and your furniture and all of your towels and blankets and leave you with nothing. The mother said, No, that's enough. Really. This afternoon, I was stuck being photo well for Santa Santa. Santa Santa has an elaborate little act for the children. He'll talk to them and give a hearty chuckle and ring his bells, and then he asks them to name their favorite Christmas carol. Santa then asks if they'll sing it for him. The children are shy and don't want to sing out loud, so Santa Santa says, Oh, little elf, little elf, help young Brenda here sing that favorite carol of hers. Late in the afternoon, a child said she didn't know what her favorite Christmas carol was. Santa Santa suggested Away in a Manger. The girl agreed to it, but didn't want to sing because she didn't know the words. Santa Santa said, Oh, little elf, little elf, come sing Away in the Manger for us. It didn't seem fair that I should have to solo, so I sang it the way Billie Holiday might have sang if she'd put out a Christmas album. Away in a manger. No crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. Santa Santa did not allow me to finish. This evening I was sent to be a photo elf. Once a child starts crying, it's all over. The parents had planned to send these pictures as cards or store them away until the child is grown and can lie, claiming to remember the experience. Tonight I saw a woman slap and shake her crying child. She yelled, Rachel, get on that man's lap and smile or I'll give you something to cry about. Then she sat Rachel on Santa's lap and I took the picture, which supposedly means, on paper, that everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be, that everything is snowy and wonderful. It's not about the child or Santa or Christmas or anything, but the parents' idea of a world they cannot make work for them. Earlier, I promised you Christmas snuggles, and we're going to give you some snuggles. (laughs) A few years ago, we got some folks on staff together to read an abridged version of the poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas. You might know it as The Night Before Christmas. Here it is. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house "'Not a creature was staring, not even a mouse. "'The stockings were hung by the chimney with care "'in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. "'The children were nestled all snug in their beds "'while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. "'When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, "'I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter.' 
Away to the window I flew like a flash. Tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. When what to my wondering eyes should appear? But a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick. I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his coursers they came. And he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer, and Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Dunder and Blixem. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof. The prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around. Down the chimney, St. Nicholas came with a bound. His eyes, how they twinkled. His dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow. And the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head Soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work. And filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose. And giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprung to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle. And away they all flew, like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight. Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. And that's it for this week on NPR's Book of the Day. Let us know what you think. You can write to us at bookoftheday at npr.org. I'm Andrew Limbong. The podcast is produced by Kelly Wessinger and edited by Megan Sullivan and Taylor Burney. Petra Mayer is our founding editor. The show Elements for this week were produced and edited by Rena Advani, Jeevika Verma, Andy Tegel, Jordana Hockman, Liam McBain, Ed McNulty, Samantha Balaban, Sahir Khan, and Barry Gordimer. Beth Donovan is our managing editor. Thanks for listening.